Listener Production. Two cuddly boys overloading the bromance cuter meter. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, it is a big hello to you and a big hello to our audio producer, Link Kelly, who's are you trying to put together a podcast in all sorts of circumstances today, Link? I'm sitting here quietly minding my own business. My wife yells out, there's something in the house. We had a baby bat finder in the kitchen and the lounge room. It's, oh, my gosh. Do you live in a cave? What's what's happening, Link? Yeah. My name is Robin. The bat would be good. The bat bat. <laughs> a little baby Batman joining your partner, Robin. Wow. Well, check your next and link. Ironically, now you are the joker, Link. Well done. That was good. <laughs> check your neck. You don't want a little baby Dracula's um, uh, coming for your blood. So uh, we, we hope that you're okay today. Uh, thank you very much, Link, and thank you for joining us for yet another Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. It's going to be an absolute doozy. Yeah, we're going to jump into it right now. Beware if you, you know, a bit of a disclaimer, if there is high-pitched sort of squealing during it, that's just the bat trying to find a place to stay in Link's place. So um, apart from that, should we get stuck into it? Let's go. It's Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Oh, Alex Dyson. It was an email that I have been dreading for a long time. <laughs> so funny because you always come in here and it's never like, G'day, Alex Dyson. You know what? I had the best day ever yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I wish it was. I yep. wish it was. And do you know what? The, the thing that sucks about what I'm about to get angry at mm-hmm. is, okay, is that there's no room in this world for privileged people to have a whinge. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's just, it is this, this current world and current climate is so anti-privilege <laughs> that we are made to feel like we are useless members of society. And it's just unfair. That's right. Because before you have a whinge about anything, you've got to then list all the good things of which there are many. And it's quite boring. Exactly. You've got to check your privilege at the door, right? Apparently, every time you have a whinge. Is that what that means? You check your privileges and you go to the coat check and you put your privilege in before you go in. I thought it was like, <laughs> watch, check yourself before you wreck I think yourself. It, I think it does mean <laughs> that. But, but no, look, can I just have, a, can I just have a, a solid little whinge about something that happened to me? You're telling me you want a guilt-free whinge. I got the email that I have been dreading. I have been dreading this email for three years. Congratulations, you are now a gold member of the Virgin Velocity Frequent Flyer Program. <laughs> been dreading now, it. I have been dreading it. I have been running from this scare for a long time. Mm, Here's why? the thing. 2019, I managed to do a bunch of gigs that required a bunch of flights, and I also... In the like last months of 2019, I'd land this gig that gets me business class flights from Sydney to Perth, right? Now, any person who tracks their velocity or their frequent flies will know that's a sweet one. All right. That is a juicy, plump piglet. (laughs) So that puts me into the platinum category. (laughs) Suddenly I'm platinum. And I got to tell you, when you're top dog of these frequent flyer programs, you're unstoppable. Wait, so your congratulations, you've got gold, is actually a downgrade. Yes! 
been downgraded, dude. Ah, uh, you were platinum. I thought you were going up. No, no I was that platinum. plane is coming into land. <laughs> it's not taking off on a beautiful journey. So this is the what happened. The trip is over. <laughs> and I was like, okay, platinum. I'm likely not like going to be able to keep this, but it's fine. And then COVID hits, right? So then no one's traveling. So all the airlines, they start being super lenient with all their travelers. So Suddenly going, the hey. shoes on the other foot. <laughs> they're like, oh, congratulations. Oh, best mates. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So they're like, nah, keep your platinum for another year. I'm like, cheers, guys. And then they're like, another year goes around. Hey, keep your platinum. So anytime we went to the airport, oh, treated like a god, Daiso. I'm going in early on lines. They're bumping me forward on flights. I can have four guests when I walk into the lounge. It was like, oh, mate, I was a hero. Come on, I was like Warney walking into the bloody MCG. I was like a legend. I think the four people as well, they throw rose petals on the ground for you to walk on as you, as That's you it. enter. Yeah. Right? Well, the, yeah, the four people were there to carry me in on their shoulders <laughs> as, as I enter, just like a hero. Right? So for years, three years it's been going. And now the party is <laughs> over, right? And I have come crashing back down to earth. Just listen to you. I mean, this was meant to be guilt-free, but, mate, just have a listen to yourself. Please let me whinge. I'm telling you, I've been really depressed about this. What? I can only have one guest in the lounge now. What if me and my boy band want to do a reunion tour? We're done. We're doomed. Look look at yourself. It's not a different room, is it? No, but it's It's all in the same room. No, but You're it's, eating it's, the same slop. I, oh, mate, I was in row nine when I flew back from Brisbane yesterday. Row nine. I've been in rows three to five for the last three years. That's that's almost double digits, mate. <laughs> I was cramped. My knees were hitting the seat in front of me. Dude, I can't tell you how depressed I've been about this. And, and you know what sucks? All these people out there are going to be like, Oh, I can't believe that you can afford to do travel and you're gold and you're still complaining. Yes, I am. Okay. Mm. All right. Tell us your problems. It will not take much to. No, I don't want to be. I don't want. There's always going to be worse problems. Okay. So I just ask. True. When have you been downgraded? When you've been congratulated at being downgraded as well. Well, that's yeah, I know that like they're all happy about it. Congratulations. You're going back to the <laughs> mail room. Well, um, Josh got in touch. I won't finish the name uh, because that might expose them. But they said, when I went from being single to dating my ex, <laughs> I was being downgraded. Jeez. <laughs> A lot of people. Oh, yeah. Ashnay's back at it. The length of Matt's hair was significantly downgraded. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Ashnay. <laughs> um, Dana said, I waited in line for an hour at an airport and requested an upgrade. They said yes, but I just had to pay at a different counter. So I got to that counter, and after waiting half an hour, they said, We no longer have that seat available. I had to go back to the end of another line, wait another hour, and got downgraded to a seat that was worse than my original one. <laughs> Dana. And finally, Sam Cav got in touch with us on the show. Our boss. Yeah. Said, I used to produce the Hamish and Andy show. Then I had to produce the Matt and Alex show. <laughs> that is 
absolute <laughs> savagery from your own employer. Like that, I don't even know if that is legal. I should need, we need to talk to HR about that. That is. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Is, is workplace murder legal? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> he ate and left no crumbs, as they say. Thank you very much to everyone for getting in touch. You can always check out the Matt and Alex Instagram, matt.and.alex. Get in touch with us there. Let's move on to the show. Well, 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 the countdown to the Battle of Brisbane is on, Alex Dyson. <laughs> the Battle of Brisbane. What, are, what is fighting? Cane toads you know, and humidity? No, aggro <laughs> versus Ranger Stacy. They're going absolutely <laughs> ham. Um, nah, it's not. It is the Dolphins versus the Broncos. Alex Dyson, both undefeated after the weekend. Well, we're talking rugby league here. The brand new team that came into the competition, never played a game before, remain undefeated, never have they lost. Yeah, and that is, it's pretty unheard of. I think only Melbourne Storm have had a better start to their season. And Dolphins could eclipse that in this weekend. So So Storm, when they came in in like late 90s, early 2000s, it was, they won three games and then lost their fourth. Yeah, no, they think they won four in a row. So Dolphins could do this. Okay. Right, so it could even that. But... Dyson, this Dolphins fever that I've kind of been swept up in, you know, after I received a personalized message from the Dolphins saying, you know, due to your long service as a Dolphin affiliate from your work as a Dolphin trainer called Laurie in (laughs) H2O Just Add Water. Yeah. They sent me, you know, the the, the Dolphin gift pack with a little bit of a signed Wayne Bennett's name on the brim. Well, it's quite funny watching the fans of the dolphins in the crowd. They're trying to make like, are they wearing a dorsal fin on their heads? <laughs> I think it's, I'm seeing quite a few of them. It's tough to make it look cool, isn't it? <laughs> I it's mean, like, you you, you put a fin on, and you are immediately a five year old in a pool. Yeah, <laughs> with like a floaty pack. Um, yeah, it's like, like a real, you know. Aquatic fez, almost well, like Turkish. What's fez. annoyed me is that they're just the dolphins now. They used to be the Redcliffe dolphins, and now they're just the dolphins. Why? That why aren't they Redcliffe dol- dolphins anymore? They they're based in Redcliffe, but they're not called the Redcliffe dolphins. They're just called the dolphins. Like the Brisbane Broncos are still the Brisbane Broncos. Yeah, but the red the dolphins are not. They're just called the and dolphins. It's I guess North Queensland Cowboys. You've got St. George, Illawarra. Yeah, exactly. They all say an area, but there's no area for dolphins. No, it's a little bit, it's a little bit disappointing. I, I guess because <laughs> they're also playing in the same stadium as the Broncos. Like they're playing it at yeah. Lang Park and stuff. So anyways, look, doesn't matter. The well, point is. Have you been I've to one exci- of the games yet? No, and I'm really excited to, okay? Because I'm, I'm, I'm working at an event for the dolphins pretty soon. And, uh, you know, I've, I've missed out on that opening night party they had. Mm. I'm feeling connected for once again to the NRL. I'm feeling a reason to be inspired again. Why? Has it been inspiring for you over the last decade or two? You know, there's, it's had its issues, let's just say, uh, that I've found inexcusable. But now, with the hype of a new untarnished team. Local team, yeah. We're I, can once, <laughs> I can once again offer a second chance to the National Rugby League. Okay. And um, here's the thing. What do you do when you go to the games? Is there like a, a tradition? Like, 
the, like you call out if you score a try, is there like that? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I do. It's got to be higher. I've actually got a, a little water pack on my back and I just squirt water from this imaginary hole in my shirt. It, it squirts onto the fans behind me of the opposing team right in their faces. Little blowhole. Cop that. So I'm feeling refreshed, mm-hmm. Alex Dyson, the refreshed enthusiasm. But well, here's... so are the people sitting behind you. <laughs> it's quite the trick shot as well if I fill the pack with uh, uh, whatever beverage they want um, and they let it drink. They drink it. Oh, anyway, look, the point is, the point is you need skin in the game, I'm finding. It helps when you've got skin in the game when you're watching sport. Then... Friend slides into the DMs, right? Goes, oi, heard you talking about the NRL last week. Talking about tipping. Mm-hmm. Join our tipping competition, mm-hmm. right? So now there's about 15 of us. All people we went to school with, known for a very long time, mm-hmm. very low stakes, but still it just means that every single game I watch, I'm like, okay. Want my tip. I care, I care, about, I, I care about the result here, mm-hmm. right? And it's given me a refreshed enthusiasm. For sport, right? And the three, and I backed the Dolphins, three out of three, and they, they're coming on strong. But here's the thing about this tipping comp. My friend, who grew up in Brisbane, moved to Norway and met a Norwegian girl. Mm-hmm. She is in the tipping comp, as are her two parents, right? Where do they live? Now, they, they live in Oslo, Norway. Wow. Now, her two parents... Right, so this is my friend's parents-in-law who are Norwegian and live in Norway and have never seen a game of rugby league in their life. Yeah, I wouldn't think wouldn't think so. Either one of those parents has won the tipping competition for the last five years. <laughs> what? <laughs> How? They've never watched a single game. The times they've even come to Australia has been middle of summer. So it doesn't even, yeah. like, it's not even on. They've literally just guessed. <laughs> or they look at, like, the odds. Yeah. Or they like the names of the the teams. And they have won five years in either one of them. That's ridiculous. <laughs> right? That is ridiculous. It reminds me of David O'Doherty's way of picking, which is which two of the mascots would win in the fights. Well, that's it. Well, it's like the Lions versus the Tigers. I mean, that's pretty tough. Well, the Dolphins versus the Broncos question is, where's the fight? Because <laughs> <laughs> either one, if it's on home territory, you're over. Yeah, that's where the home and away matches really start to kick in. <laughs> it's with an advantage. <laughs> so um, it made me think, like, when have you won something that you just had no right to win. Yeah, Because gotcha. they have absolutely <laughs> no right to win. Yeah. They should not be winning it. And let, lo and behold, okay, so um, we asked you, when have you had something you had no right to win? Sam got in touch with us, said, I walked past a winning poker machine. No one was around, so I sat on the seat and sent a friend to collect my $300. That just sounds like you stole money, Sam. When someone won, they went to the toilet or something. And he I just get, took maybe? Their... I don't know. If he's walked past and it's a winning poker machine... Odd. Anyway, Erica said, I won a raffle when I was about 12 years old. The prize was a carton of Forex beer. <laughs> Dad was stoked. I was livid. <laughs> um, Kandari said, uh, someone handed me the bridal bouquet instead of tossing it into the crowd. 
Oh, that's a bit. Yeah, that's just well, a here you go. You're next. <laughs> Gift or a curse, depending on how you look at it. Um, Christian said, I found a random business card on the floor and entered it into some raffle. Ended up winning a bottle of wine. Is it the person whose business card it was? I don't know. That would be, I wonder whether he found his. Maybe they were drawing it and they were saying, any other last business cards? And it's like, oh, here's one on the ground. They picked it out and he memorized the name and was like, yeah. And just was like, yeah, that's me. That's me. That's me. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, not many people have business cards anymore. Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, that's me. And we've got Will on the phone. Will, you won something you had no right to win. Yeah, so this was back when I was playing AFL. Um, there was a week where I was injured. And I rocked up to the awards later on that night, and I still managed to win one of the best on ground awards. <laughs> how, how did they? Uh, how did they do that? Because usually, <laughs> in those situations, it was if you're on the ground, if someone's on the ground, they play so poorly, it helps the other team. Them being removed made it a very good good one. Was that in yourself? Oh, really? Is, Is that, that what, how you're getting it was? stitched up in that way by your teammates? Um, I don't know. I was just as confused as everybody else. I think it was just because there wasn't many people there that they would say, oh, we was here. Might as well give it to him. <laughs> oh, so you were one of the only people at the actual awards. So they needed someone yeah. to actually collect it. I think so. Oh, well, look, congratulations. Did you keep it or did you hand it back or hand it to someone who you thought actually deserved it? Uh, no, definitely kept it. <laughs> <laughs> Still got it. Your kids will be like, oh, Dad. <laughs> remember, remember that day that you were the best player on and off the ground? So great. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you very much. We all appreciate you chatting to us. No, thanks, guys. Love your work. It is now time for... Mind Blown. That's right. Prepare to be blown away by one Matthew O'Kine, who once a week pops by with a fact that has so much explosives in it that you're uh, going to be cleaning goo off your walls for many weeks to come. Matt, what have you, you been looking at this week? Look, I'm actually a little bit nervous regarding, uh, you know, the summer heat that's been hitting Australia recently. Certainly the East Coast, Sydney and Brisbane copping some seriously sweltering conditions. We're, uh, we're once again preparing for the arrival of El Nino. Well, I'll tell you what, I have been longing for a trip to uh, the beaches, some of the beautiful coastal areas that we have to offer, but I'm now scared, Alex Dyson, because a couple of weeks, about a week ago, saw a, a news story talking about how someone had found a blue ringed octopus on the shores of Cronulla Beach. Uh-oh. Right? popular beaches. Then another headline popping up, woman bitten by extremely venomous blue ringed octopus after picking up a shell on a Sydney beach in Mossman, right? Sydney's lower North shore. And the octopus was just chilling in the sh shell like a hermit octopus. Yeah. Right. So they're around right now. And that is freaking me out. Yeah. Don't, don't touch like blue ringed it. octopus. Well, it's just scary. Cause you, you know, you know, I mean, there's ever since I did an, a, a, Bloody school project on deadly sea creatures in year four. <laughs> I learned about blue ringed octopus and box jellyfish, and it really did a number on me, man. Mm. So I've all, I've been scared, but here's the thing. What is the plural word for octopus? 
octopi. That's what most people think. But alas, it is not. Based on Greek roots, according to Reader's Digest, it would actually, it would technically be octopodes. Um, <laughs> no one says that, however. Octopodes. Um, so people have settled on, gram- grammarians, people specializing in grammar, have settled on octopuses as the correct pluralization. So everyone, for years I've been saying octopi, but it's actually, actually octopuses. Is that the same for platypuses? No idea. But, um, I don't waste time with things that can't kill me. So oh, they've got a little, I got a little nasty oh, little spike little on their legs. Spike, don't they? They yeah, don't, don't, know they don't mind a barb. <laughs> don't know if it's uh, terminal, if you get barbed by a Yeah, and also they're not going to come visit me in the green room, are they? So, you know, when I'm, when I'm in the barrel. When you're hanging 10, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So I'm not, I need to worry about platypus. Um, but I will Google it for you because I'm a nice guy. Platypus, <laughs> plural, and it is platypuses. Mm-hmm. Although, also, technically, platypodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there you go. It is actually platypodes, but it's platypuses, not platypi. Um, now. Wait, so your mind-blowing fact is the plural of octopus. Yes. Is octopuses. Uh, oh. Yeah. oh, you're not mind blown by that? No, usually I've got to go, what? <laughs> for it to be mind blown. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, that, that's sure. We'll get you a mild groan for that one. But uh, we do All like right. getting your own feedback and mind blowns. Matt.ad.alex is Instagram. That's where you want to get hit us up with your voice messages. And this week's mind blown comes from Emily. Hey Matt and Alex, I just wanted to follow on from Matt's segment about prunes being dried plums. Matt, do you know the difference between sultanas, raisins and currants? All of them are just dried grapes, they're just different colours. Raisins are green, sultanas are golden and currants are dark red. I did not know that. Mind blown. Blown away. So it's the the type of grape that is shriveled. Yes, I did not know that at all. I thought they were all sultanas and I hadn't even considered what a currant or a raisin was. I mm. actually all thought that they were just different names for the same thing. Would like rum and raisin ice cream, do they have to be raisins? Or could you, could you eat some of that and go, hang on a sec, this is a currant? Sorry, can I just say something? Sure. I got disappointed that I got a mild groan, so I looked up other mind-blowing facts. And while we're having this discussion, I've just seen that in 1945, a farmer chopped off a rooster's head and the chicken lived for another 18 months without a head. Mind blown. blown. So that's the sort of stuff you got to be coming to the table, mate. (laughs) They fed the chicken by dropping liquid food and water directly into its esophagus. (laughs) Another vital bodily function they helped with was clearing mucus from his throat. They fed him with a dropper and cleared his throat with a syringe. They literally, it just walked around without a head. There we go. What is going on in this world? This is all (laughs) verified by many. I'm reading this on BBC.com. I still don't even understand how that's possible. Well, look, thank you, Emily, for your current affairs episode. Um, and thank you for listening to All Day Breakfast. We're going to chop the old head off this episode now and uh, 
be back with you tomorrow morning for another uh, exciting instalment. I I just need to. I can't believe that this is. Anyways, um, <laughs> yes, we'll be back. We will be back, and we can't wait to see you then. <gasps> From one headless chook to another. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. What should I say? Buck bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.